This is live coverage of the 2021 Steelers minicamp live from Heinz Field on your 24-7 home for the Steelers. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Back on the Blitz and the music is playing in the background. You know that means the action is happening in front of us. It's day two of minicamp coverage here on SNR and on ESPN Pittsburgh. You've heard plenty of Moats and I yapping over these last two days. We're joined now by our buddy Chris Carter, DK Pittsburgh Sports. What's up, partner? How we doing? What's up, fellas? Hey, listen, don't don't try to play it all cool now. They played the music as soon as you walked in the booth. I don't know why he tried to downplay that thing. That's, that's oh, what it is. They, 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 they knew what time. Oh, Chris Carter's on the show? Give him some background music. That's what we need. Buddy, it's – Moats and I were saying this yesterday. Like, never been so excited to watch practices. You know what I mean? Like, after the last, you know, the last year and a half or so, just everything being virtual, everything being us, you know, um, just distanced and and limited access and and not normal, right? Unprecedented. Right. Um, It's starting to feel more precedented, Chris, and it's, it's, again, you can, I think you can feel that everywhere. You can feel it from all the media people, certainly from the players, uh, just everyone, you know, these, these things that we quite often took for granted now that, that we're, we're enjoying them more, that, that we are getting back to normal. Absolutely. And Arthur, I'm I'm sure you can relate to this whole thing because, like, as as writers, as a writer, like I'm, my one of my things is I don't try to glean too much yeah. onto what's happening. This is this is mini camp. You know, it's football in shorts. It's just getting some conceptual things down, mm-hmm. making sure like, hey, before you go on break, <laughs> these are some things we want you to understand, <laughs> right? But, but, you know, there's some people out there that are like, oh, wait, look at the way that his feet were in this trail. Right, right. And, it's like, and it's like, yes, there's sometimes like, wow, that guy's a little bit quicker than I thought he was. But mm. it's not taking that to the nth degree Correct. that some people are. But I get it because we ain't seen this in a, in a yes. long time. Yes. You know, a long like, time for us. Right. <laughs> and, then, and then on top of it, it's like we're, the three of us are sitting next to each other, vac- all vaccinated in a booth. Yeah. Like this time last year, we would have had to have all the partitions between us. <laughs> we would have like, been like, what you say over there? Oh, nah. Chris, huh? Those type of things. So it's just getting this feel back of what it's supposed to be like. Yes, indeed. It's a great feeling and a great thing to see these guys. We're just watching them stretch right now. And I'm like, okay, let's go. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, and I'm glad that you called it football in shorts because it is so real. That is what this is right now. And to understand the context of it is important when we're talking about evaluating these guys. But what I want to know from you, Chris, because we've talked a little bit about like some of the guys that we're kind of excited to see during this time of year. Mm-hmm. Who's a guy on defense? Because you know, me being a defense guy, <laughs> I never start with yes. offense. Okay, it's too many people out here that's going to start on offense. Mm-hmm. So, from a defensive standpoint, who are some of the guys that you're just excited to see out here and want to see them grow and continue progressing? Okay, so a few guys. One, Cameron Sutton has been a dude since he, he when he was a rookie. That was my first year in the Steelers locker mm-hmm. room when I was when I was getting to cover things. I have loved watching him progress. I have loved watching it. Like when I, when I saw him at Tennessee, I was like, that guy's gonna be yes. good and super versatile. Super versatile. His footwork, mm-hmm. his, hand, his his hand technique. He was often just attention to detail. Now he's going to be a leader mm-hmm. in, the, in in this locker room because it's him and Joe Hayden at mm-hmm. cornerback. And Joe's still the guy, you know, at practice. He'll be the guy leading the conversation, telling the jokes, being, you know, being that one guy. <laughs> but you need Cam now to be like the all right, Young Bucks, Shakur Brown, James Pierre, all you guys that, that want to make the team, Justice, Justin Lane, you yep. want to get your time. This is what it took me to get here mm. and to get this two-year deal that I'm working with right now. So I'm looking at him and how he's doing. I'm looking at James Pierre with how he's mm-hmm. doing because to me that's the biggest question mark in the in the, in the defense right now. I'm also interested to see how does Cassius March and Quincy Roche approach mm-hmm. this because Keith Butler 
I, I asked him yesterday. I was like, hey, man, so what's the deal with the whole third line, uh, edge rusher? And he was like, listen, we are. Uh, he basically said, like, look, 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 we were looking for things from Cassius. Quincy's got to, you know, got to, got to learn the, the the speed of the game. Right. He more or less was like, you know, I'll leave that to Mike and Kevin. Yeah. To, to let them decide what's going on. So it's, it's those are the two positions that I'm looking at the most. Other guys like Buddy Johnson. Sure, I'm interested to see how quickly he gets into the game, um, and then you know some of the other guys like uh, like Trey Norwood versus Arthur Arthur Mallette, mm-hmm. how they're fitting in. But slot corner, cornerback, third edge rusher, those are the spaces that I'm looking at right now. Hey, and I'm, it's actually funny that you said that you asked the question. I was doing another show, and I was like, this sounds like CCS's question. It's definitely Chris Carter over here, man. What are we doing? <laughs> it is Chris Carter with us here on the Blitz. He of of DK Sports fame. Uh, we, it's, it, I liked how you, you kind of went towards the secondary there because that's what we opened the show uh, talking about today and how you know there's moving parts in the secondary. Mike Hilton is no longer here. Steven Nelson is no longer here. You've got to make sure um, you're getting that baseline of communication you know, from, from Minka to Joe Hayden to the new guys who are going to be involved in filling those roles. One of the things that Joe Hayden talked about this morning, Chris, was how uh, yeah, we had 14 interceptions as a defense last year, but I felt we could have even had more. Yeah. We did see, um, more so in the first half of the season, I, I thought it did get better in the second half, but we did see some communication breakdowns yes. from the secondary. I agree. Buddy, if, if, if they can improve that, we could even see those splash plays increase. That that could be, you know, I think a lot of people saw Joe Hayden talking about more interceptions. You averaged almost one per game last year. Right. Can you, and, and, and with the emphasis on ball security in the modern NFL, can you really get much better than that? Man, if they can just iron out some of those communication wrinkles, they certainly can. I'm glad you brought that up because an article that I wrote last night going into this morning about Terrell Edmonds, my Carter's Classroom column where I'm breaking down film, right? One thing that Keith Butler said, because I asked him about Terrell yesterday, and I was like, like, hey, Keith, what do you want to see from Terrell Edmonds? What, what are the steps forward he needs to take to become the, the strong safety that you all want him to you know, actualize into? And he said it's not about him being faster or quicker or stronger. It's about him processing things just a little bit quicker now that he's more used to the game. It's now seeing things, understanding the positioning. And I went through I was like, hey, here's some of the plays where he just took a bad angle, where he just reacted the wrong way because he wasn't sure about this certain situation. But here's some of the moments where in previous years he wouldn't have reacted, and he, react, he did react. Just a little bit better, and it made the difference. He had his lowest amount of com- uh, lowest per- completion percentage allowed yep. last year. He much more improved. He had the most more interceptions last year than he did in his entire career. Mm-hmm. More pass breakups than he had mm-hmm. in his entire career last year. He's taking the steps forward now. For fans, they're like, he's a first round draft pick. He's a plus. Oh, there's just, you know, don't Chris, play. Chris, you can't you can't give Terrell Edmonds <laughs> praise. I've, no, been, I've been trying no, to do this all, for the past twelve <laughs> months, Chris. Everything you're saying right there, I'm like, finally, yes, right, yes, right, finally, right, right. <laughs> And, and, and but like, they don't want to hear that. They don't believe it. They, they, they don't believe they don't it. Wanna, in, in my article that I wrote on DKPittsburghSports.com, you can go on and read it right now, and there's people in there being like, I don't care what you say. I'm like, like, like look, he is making steady progress, but it's things like that with the secondary. Communication, how much quicker can they rally? Now, the challenges with this, with Steven Nelson and Mike Hilton being gone, those are two guys who were part of that communication. Sure, system. sure. Replacing that is not a, a just a simple plug-and-play, you'll be good to go. But Cam Sutton's good at that. Edmonds is good at that. Fitzpatrick's good at that. Great at that, and he's got to relay it to everybody on the team. Mm-hmm. And it'll be interesting. I think this is really important for this group, and that's why I brought the secondary about who I'm watching because whoever is communicating the best, they'll have the pole position when training camp starts of saying, You're the guy that we're looking at first, right? To get these opportunities mm-hmm. in the secondary, absolutely. Now, sticking with the secondary and sticking with Edmonds. Understanding in this situation where it's become a contract year for him, right? The team said they're not going to pick up the fifth-year option. 
But you also get the scenario where Mike Tomlin reached out to him ahead of time to let him know. Coach Tomlin isn't calling everybody about that if they're not picking up the fifth-year option. Yep. So with that being said, from your perspective or your opinion, Chris, what does Edmonds need to do on the field this season to get that contract that he's looking for here in Pittsburgh? He needs to show – he needs to complete his versatility. Because one thing that, that people don't realize about Terrell Edmonds is that he lines, he covers guys in the slot. Mm-hmm. He covers tight ends. He covers running backs. And he does so efficiently. And sometimes, even when the pass – like there was a, a touchdown pass that Russell Wilson threw to, I think it was D.K. Metcalf. Mm-hmm. And he was on it. I remember and, it. And it, mm-hmm. was, it was perfect coverage. It's like, hey, that was just a great Great throwing throw. catch. And people yes. were like, oh, he should have made a play. I'm like, you don't understand. Mm-hmm. It don't always work like that. No, no, no. We would be praising The other guys it. are allowed we to make would, plays. We praise too. it when we see Juju make those right. catches. right. And we say that's what Juju does. That's what Ben does. The, what, deep, yep. the defender had no chance. Mm-hmm. But if it's on Edmonds, it's, no, he got to make that play. Exactly. <laughs> now, here's the thing. If he can continue to do that, but just a couple of those moments where he has that, that – if there's that fraction of a second more he can get because he's used to a situation, mm-hmm. he turns what's a breakup into an interception, I think that's when the Steelers are like, we got to keep this guy yeah. because yeah. – and, and here's the other thing. The Steelers are just being cautious. Right now they have, a, what, approximately $73 million in cash. Right now they're – their thing is they know you know TJ Watt won't con- uh, won't talk about his contract negotiation all mums the words there my my thing is this i think the steelers are prioritized make sure you keep TJ Watt mm-hmm. yep. make sure that Mink is going to be locked up long term mm-hmm. after that as well and then whatever happens at quarterback whether it's Ben staying for another year whether it's they they trade and draft a guy whether they trade to get a guy who's right. going to be expensive they need to have their options open next mm-hmm. year because those are big questions and Terrell Edmonds it's like hey we're paying for one safety on the fifth your option maybe not double up on that let's leave the door open to see what happens so i i do think that like, like you said when mike Tomlin called him it's like look we want you here there's just some things that we have to work on the yeah. financial end here that are going to bring up questions next year but i i really i have faith in, in terrell edmonds as a player I, I've, I've seen him work i like his head where mm-hmm. his head's at and even when he talked about the fifth year option he was like hey like i see this as an opportunity yes i see this yeah. as a time to play to show everyone what i'm about he has the right mindset. That's what you want to see. Absolutely. And, I, and I'm glad that he did say that and that you brought that up about the mindset because as players, some guys, they don't handle that well. Some guys, when they feel as if they were slighted or they don't feel as if they were appreciated the same way, the energy in the mindset changes. They don't come out there with that same type of energy. But hearing Edmund say that, man, I'm treating us like it's a contract year. I'm going to go out here to prove this. To me, that speaks volumes about him. As we've got Mark Caballi over here trying to trying, yeah, to, trying to scare you so bad. Trying to scare Arthur. Mike. You can see him in the reflection. Oh, he's <laughs> so Mark's sneaking up on our Moats as like Moats is talking. He's like telling us, me and Wes, to shush the whole time. Arthur, Moats and he just can't hear him. Yeah. it's like Caballi. He's got a headset he's got on. A he headset can't on. hear you. <laughs> he's like banging on the glass. Hey, but look, I'm watching y'all react, and I'm right. seeing like, him I'm, I'm up behind me, and I'm like. I don't think he knows. I can like see the reflection. <laughs> I'm looking at you, man. Oh, man. Kaboom. We are, we are literally like a, a bunch of elementary school kids who have been allowed on a field trip with hey, no supervisor. Hey, hey, but Wes, field. But yeah. wait a minute, Wes. They, they said I was professional. There you have it right there. Uh, yes, <laughs> I see it right there. I, that, that's my one professional moment so, for the day. It's over now. So all, the, all, the, all the shows that Moats and I do here, right, Steelers okay. Blitz, okay. obviously, yeah, yeah. Um, is, is put up in podcasts. And people can leave reviews for the podcast. If you leave a review for the podcast, we'll read it out on the air. You know how this yeah, works. Yeah. Um, we had somebody last week or two weeks ago yeah. who said that we bring a very professional podcast there to the Steelers Nation. <laughs> and I said, you know what? There's a lot of words that have been used to describe Arthur Moats. I, I don't know if professional. Professional. 
that's, a, that's a bit of a reach. But I'll take it. But I'll take it. Uh, before we let you get out of here, we got about two minutes left. Sure. Um, a lot of talk about the defense, and that is that's the way we like it here on the mm-hmm. Blitz and among Steelers Nation. Uh, what you what you're watching for on the offensive side of the football, though? On the offensive side of the football, I want to see you know as far as the linemen, what are their communications like? You know who's who's embracing those things. Like I was hoping we got to talk to Adrian Clem. We didn't get to talk to him today because I want to hear about what Kendrick Green is doing. Just the center position is so important to communicate to make sure, sure things are going. Sure, through. Yeah, I also, we talk about that communication. Yeah, right, because mm-hmm. that's important. Works on both sides of the football. It's too. important there too. The other guy, Anthony McFarland. Mm-hmm. You know we. Talked about Eddie Faulkner talked about it wasn't fair to him last year how he didn't get a pre a real preseason a real training camp and you didn't see him ever settle into himself. I've seen him with some quick little he, bursts out here he, he, in, he in this field. So I'm interested to see what he does because you know Benny Snell. Yes, you want to see his continued progression, but Benny Snell at least had a, tr- a real training camp on, sure, under sure. his belt. This is the first time that McFarland's going to have close as close to normal as he's had in his career in the NFL. I want to see what steps he takes as well. I like it. I like it. Chris Carter, DK Pittsburgh Sports. All right, before we let you go, what, what are you working on? All right, use the platform here. Plug it. What are you working on today? Oh, like I said, well, you know, read my Carter's classroom that, that went up this morning. We're uh, you know Dale, Dale Lolly's doing some stuff on on Terrell Austin and what the what the secondary is working on. I'm going to be looking more at the, you know some of the stuff with the receivers because you know when Juju talked about lining up not just in the slot, people were like, oh, you don't want to line up in the foot at all. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 no. All you is mix it up so that when a defense comes, hey, Arthur, you notice. Absolutely. When, when, a, when, a, when a group of personnel comes out and you can say this guy's definitely in the slot, it makes your job that much easier. Super easy. Exactly. Yes. So all he's saying mm-hmm. is, hey, on occasion, can line we get some me up variety? outside. Just, just a sprinkle just a, of just Last a sprinkle year, lined up 80% in the slot. That is a high telltale sign. <laughs> yes. 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 That is high. It, 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 was, it was 63% the year before and 58% the mm-hmm. year that he went buck wild with, with, oh, with, with 1,400 yards. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing I want to that I'm working on is just showing how important that will be. Our buddy, Chris Carter, part of the Steelers Nation Radio extended family here. Make sure you're checking out all of his work. You hear him with us here, and we'll be doing more of this as we get to training camps and, and more on-site live events. Indeed. We're going to take a break here. When we come back on the other side, close out this uh, first hour of the Blitz.